the title town podcast episode 9 prediction spectacular well hi there you're listening to episode 9 of the title town podcast my name is austin again and i am joined as always by the one the only daniel marhanka daniel how's it going buddy it's going good one week away officially (sighs) we're recording this on thursday Mm mm-hmm and you'll be listening to it on Friday or over the weekend. Mm-hmm. So this is our last weekend of no football. So get the get the grass cut yep. this weekend because it's the do, last do time. Do your laundry. Do, do whatever laundry. you got to do. Get the housework done. Because we got football, paint, baby. Paint the fence. Paint the fence because we got... <laughs> Because we got football coming. <laughs> it's so close, Daniel. It's so close. Rake, the, the, last... le- rake the leaves. And it's crazy to think we're already... Rake the leaves. <laughs> we got football coming. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> do what you got to do. Stain the deck. We got football coming next weekend. <laughs> any any other household chores you can think of? Nope. I think we're good Clean after that. Clean the car. That. That's one. Clean the car, yeah. We can do that on Friday. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking because later in the month, then we'll start having a full shelf of college football games to go through. And then your weekend is just toast. It's gone. It's gone. So you got to go get done when you need to get done. You sit This is down. your weekend. You you the holiday weekend, too? Yeah. There's no excuse. You got an extra day. Because once full shelf Saturday games come in, you will not be leaving your couch from 11 on Saturday <laughs> in the morning. 9 p.m. on Sunday. Until 9 p.m. Oh, plus. later than that. Plus, later. yeah. We're Depending. in the central time zone. We get done at 10 o'clock yeah. here. So that however late the Sunday night game goes. Yeah. Then you get a little break, go to work, and then come back for Monday night football. Mm-hmm. And get then a couple day break, come back for Thursday Thursday, there's like a nice little appetizer for the weekend. Correct. Uh, the prime your brain for the there's weekend. There's a few snoozers early in this, early this but year. But you know what? Early in the year, though, it's football. So you really don't complain early because it's football. But then around week four, you're like, okay, I'm over the bad matchups. Week week two's Thursday night football matchup. You ready? Uh-huh. Bengals-Browns. At least it's early. I'm going <laughs> to take myself out of that. <laughs> what do you I'm mean? Bu- I'm busy that night. Wow. I'm just that's, plan- the one, that's I'm, the one to miss. I'm planning on being. It's, busy I'd that rather night. have it early than late because I'd rather have the better Thursday night matchups. Late. Yeah, I know. I I get that. So just at least we're not getting Jags Titans on Thursday night football this year. Yeah, fourteen times. Yeah, we, like, like yeah, that's a yearly week. tradition of a Thursday night game you don't watch. It's a little fun now that the Titans put it together a good season. Yeah, last but year. the Jaguars equally got worse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they made up for the Titans mediocre. Getting better. The Titans got the Jags got worse, so it's crazy. I also, think this is episode nine. This is the last single digit episode, yeah, that we're ever gonna have. Correct. And then we move into double digits. Well, what do you want to do to do it up big? We got to think of something. Well, I think we should hit fantasy real quick because people are drafting this weekend. Yeah, they are. We're drafting this weekend. We're drafting this weekend Sunday. I have one on Saturday too, though. Oh, do you? So I'm I'm pretty wired. How many people are in that league? Another one? Yeah. Eight? And we have ten in ours. Yeah, so it's a little bit different, but we we have two quarterbacks and draft a little deeper. Ooh. But uh, did some mock drafts. Yeah. Kind of came out pretty good. Um, tight end is an interesting position this year. Yes, it's not. There's not a lot of depth there. Uh, I got Kittle in Ooh. the second round of my first mock draft. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a... I, I would feel comfortable with him there. He was definitely, I think, the best player on the board at that time. So really, who's in the top tier of tight ends? It's Kittle, Kelsey, 
Ertz. I'd say Zach Ertz. Maybe on the fence. I mean, he's still upper echelon. I think. He's but I think still, after those two, it drops. It does drop a decent bit, and then also, I mean. I don't think we can expect the same amount of production from the Raiders guy. What is it, Wallers? Yeah. Uh, I mean, he had, what, 80-plus catches last yeah, season, which is just absurd. So I think um, that won't happen again for that team. Mm-hmm. But uh, So I think he intrigues me a lot. Um, but other than that, it is pretty... It's just not a position that you can count on getting consistent points. No, it's, it's a very different year for sure. Um, you know, a team who there, there are certain certain teams with fantasy that you kind of know not to touch their players. I at think the, at the Green Bay Packers, at the Green Bay Packers is one of them, <laughs> especially the running back position. Yeah, uh, the only player that I will pick, and we're doing a keeper league this year is I'm probably going to hold on to Devontae Adams, yeah. but he is the first Packers position player. I've had probably in five years. Yeah. It, otherwise, you like you don't touch Packers players. You no, it's to just. Do it. I mean, it's you specifically refuse to do it. I refuse to do it because Aaron Rodgers spreads the ball around. Yeah. Even when he's singled in on Devontae, he still gets the ball around, and a lot of red zone targets don't even go to Devontae. Yeah. So. And when it was Mike McCarthy's Packers, you can never count on a running back to have a oh, significant no. workload. No. 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 <laughs> Even when Lacey was at his prime, I probably would have never picked him in fantasy. Yeah. So, uh, what are some other teams? Some that other you teams. Feel like you I was stay setting that up for something. The Packers is one. I think the 49ers is another. Yeah, because uh, I mean, who's going to get the majority of their right. carries? Who's going to get the majority of their catches? The only player I'm sold on is probably Kittle. Nobody outside of Raheem. at that position, hmm. he's dominant. Yes, that one position. Other than that. Nobody knew who Raheem Mostert was outside of the 49ers diehards until the NFC Championship game. Correct. He came out of nowhere. Yeah. Really. And so when you just don't know who's going to get major production week to week, it's just hard to bet on for fantasy. The Patriots, I think, are another one, especially. Yeah. I mean, if you can get Edelman late, I think you're fine. Yeah. Because I, I had the opportunity to get him in round, I think, Ten in yeah. the mock draft that I did last week, mm-hmm. which I thought was good value. I just I ended up getting Michael Gallup really late, Ooh. so I didn't need that extra depth at that position. So I ended up passing on him and just getting another running back that was available. But I think um, that upper echelon. I was joking to you just a few minutes before we started that, but if I don't have the first fr- from one to five picking in that range, I'm just gonna go wide receiver probably and just see what the running backs I can get later just right. because once those first five are gone with being Saquon, Zeke, Christian, um, McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey, which Alvin every mock draft I've done, yeah. CMC goes number one. Yeah, and he should. Yes. He was he is the Panthers offense. But um I'm not really super high on Zeke this year. I think Mike McCarthy's just gonna it's As, gonna be a passing heavy offense. It's gonna think? be a passing heavy offense, and he'll just end up abandoning it at some point. Yeah, and it'll be a kind of a culture shock for most Cowboys fans. But get ready. But I think your point is valid. Once you get kind of past the, the elite tier, yeah, and, a that, drop. and that, and also I like the middle tier of running backs this year. Yeah, it's a good tier. You have your Aaron Jones, you have your Dalvin Cooks, you have your Miles Sanders, and then it's kind of there is so much wide receiver depth. 
that you don't have to probably pick one until four or five. Mm -hmm. So try to get those elite top four or five guys early. Yeah. And then, I mean, that's why I we're doing a keeper league for the first time this year. So I'm just going to keep Devonte because I'm figuring after round one, I'll be picking early in, in round two and I could probably swing one of those. So guys. I'm glad you said that. I, I wanted to ask you, where's your preferred spot to draft later? I hate having early first round draft. picks. Yeah. I, I, we did the order of where we're going to draft just before we started recording. And I have the number two pick and I was not happy about it. Yeah. Cause I hate having that massive gap between picks one and two. It is because you feel like the talent level so it drops. Dro- it drops off. But if you pick later in round one into two, the whole I the talent level feels more evened out after that. Yeah. The talent level one through five is so high that I don't feel like you can even match it at the end of the second round. So I don't know. It, it's always an interesting kind of way of doing things is picking early. Unless you then, get the one. If you get the one, great. Because then you get your first pick of the litter, but yeah, two or three. And I mean, like, you have the opportunity of a bust and a injury at one too. Yep. I think I had two years ago. I drafted David Johnson three overall, <laughs> and that screwed mm-hmm. me over. Yep. But I mean, that year he was projected to be an animal. Yep. But any other uh, fantasy thoughts in our little fantasy corner segment? Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Why are people? I. I I, I'm seeing a lot of people be excited about him. I mean, is it just because Damian Williams is out, so he's going to get a lot he's more gonna of the get work? The, he's going to get the majority of it, and Andy Reid's running backs get touchdowns. Like, Patrick Mahomes is great. He gets a lot of touchdown passes, but they also run it in a lot. Mm. And Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, from all reports from camp and everything, is is that he's going to be a piece of this offense. Yeah. And Andy Reid makes any piece in his offense work. And so I'm super high on him. I thought that would have been a good spot for Leonard Fournette, not trying to get into any news topics. Yeah, go ahead. But he's going to Tampa Bay. But I thought that would have been a really good pickup for Kansas City to get that kind of one-two punch. And they're a little bit different. I'm not a huge Leonard Fournette fan in general, but I think he would be a nice change of pace back for the Chiefs. Yeah, no news because we don't have time for the news. There's so much news, but we're... This is the spectacular – wait, I just messed that up. This is the prediction spectacular. Correct. That's what I meant to say. It's the prediction, prediction spectacular. Prediction spectacular. I got my words messed up. And then we, from here on out till the end of the season, we're doing two a week. Two correct? a week. This is our normal cadence. So it will be on Fridays and Mondays Monday. yep. or Tuesdays? Mondays. Or Tuesdays. Mondays. Or Tuesdays. You're not the one <laughs> editing the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I get fair. I, I get, whatever. That's fine. Mondays or Tuesdays, but most mostly Mondays. Mondays. Most likely Mondays. Yep. But we're gonna get into the prediction spectacular. All Nailed right. it that time. We're gonna cover all of our regular season predictions. We're gonna go division by division, pick all the team records, and then we're gonna go through the playoffs and pick who we think is gonna win the Super Bowl. Does that sound good to you, Daniel? You Sounds ready? good to me. So where do you want to start? What division you want to start with? Let's go AFC West, and then we'll go NFC West. So okay, so you want to jump jump back and forth? I like it. So do you want to go first? Yeah, AFC West. I have the Kansas City Chiefs winning that division. No, <laughs> big you shocker to the world. What's your What's your record for them? Yeah, say who it I, is, and then the record. Okay, I have them going twelve and four, mm-hmm. five and one in the division. Okay, who's their one loss? 
in the division? Yeah, is it Denver? I have them losing to... He's checking his notes. I have them losing in Las Vegas. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I just... I got to that game. So we basically pick every game. Super cool website, NFL playoff predictors. Yes. Super cool. You can go through, pick all the games, and then it does all the seeding for you. Mm -hmm. And so, I don't know. I got to that game, and I just didn't feel right about it. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, I have them going 12-4, and and I mean... I think they're a Super Bowl favorite. I know yeah. it's really hard to repeat in this league, even to make it back twice. But I also had this thought, and we can get into this once we get into the playoffs. But Patrick Mahomes has never played a road playoff game. That's correct. And it would be very tough for him going twelve and four to play Have a to road play playoff road. game. So because I of mean, the new seating changes that are he, so stupid. <laughs> It'll be so weird having the two having the second seeds playing in Wild Card Weekend. Yeah, it's gonna be really odd. Only one buy. Only one buy. But the NFL's got to make its money. <laughs> I, I guess. But yeah, I I mean, I think they're a great football team, and they'll continue to kind of dominate. Yeah. So who how's the rest of the division look? I have the Oakland Raiders going. Hey, uh, excuse you, Las Vegas. Raiders. Las Vegas Raiders. Wow. Get it I right. even said it earlier. Right. Uh, I have them going ten and six, and I have them four and two in the division. Really? Well, that that's already one difference between your yours and mine. Really? I, I go ahead and let you finish, and then I'll cover mine. So ten and wow, ten and six for the Raiders. I, I think they're gonna have a a good. I don't know, just a decent season, and I will say that them and the Broncos are interchangeable in mm-hmm. my mind as okay. being. You know, I think I don't. I'm not sure if they play Week 17. Okay, they do play Week 17. I think whoever wins that gets the 10 and six. So I have the Broncos at nine and seven mm. with three and three in the division. So that game is really the one that is going to decide it for me. Interesting. And then I have the Chargers kind of falling out at five and eleven. Ooh. I know in our early playoff prediction episode, our first episode of teams that we could see make the playoffs who weren't in the playoffs, I had the Chargers making it. But but having Derwin James out and just kind of the rumblings around them, brutal. I don't feel comfortable. Yeah. And having Mike Williams out, I mean, who's their second pass catcher beyond Keenan Allen? Right. So... What about you, Frey, FC West? So I also have the Chiefs uh, winning the division at 12-4, and four, which that was your record, right? It's 12-4 for, for the, the Chiefs? Chiefs? Yeah. yeah. What did you have them in the division? Uh, ooh, that is a good question. Uh, well, I'm looking for that. I'll rattle off the rest. I have the Broncos at 10-6. and six. I have the Chargers at 8-8, eight and eight, and then the Raiders at 6-10. and 10. I'm just, I just don't believe in the Raiders and the Derek Carr experience. I'm going to get blocked on Twitter by Derek Carr for saying that. Uh, but I'm just I'm not a huge fan of of him. I'm anymore. a huge fan of what's around him. And them getting Corey Littleton kind of solidifies a young defense. And then they have pass catchers galore over there. Yeah. I have the Chiefs going 5-1 and one in the division. And who I have them losing to is actually the Chargers of Week 17. Just as a game. As the game that they're, they're resting starters because they don't get a bye. 
Yeah. And so they're going to need to, they want to rest the starters yeah. until they just let the Chargers get a that cheap That would win. be an interesting coaching thing. Because yes. who won't play in week 17 now if you're the two seed? It, I mean, then if all the seeding comes down to week 17 and everyone's playing, you better hope you get hot the next week. <laughs> you're right. For sure. So that's the uh, AFC West, Daniel. Which division you want to? Oh, so you want us to go to uh, NFC West, right? Yeah, let's go NFC West. So I'll I'll start this time. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna re- go in reverse order. I have the Cardinals at six and ten. Okay. I have the Rams at eight and eight. Same. Wow. I have the Seahawks at nine and seven. Same. <laughs> and I have the 49ers at eleven and five. Yep. No way. Are yeah. you serious? The only thing we have different is the Cardinals. Real? What do you have the Cardinals at? Seven and ten or seven and nine. Yeah. I just I think they're going to be in a lot of Their games schedule this year. Is, is the Cardinals schedule is not great. That doesn't really help them out. Yeah, and but I think they're going to put up points. They will. And I think I heard this point made on a other podcast. I forgot what it, what it was, but how the Cardinals this season need to establish their identity offensively. Kind of yeah. what the Ravens did last year where it's different. We've never seen it before, but they are who they are. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what the Cardinals need to step into this year. Yeah, They need to step into who they are as a football team. And I think being you know right around 500 is a huge step in the right direction for them. Yeah. And as a couple off seasons go by and they add some more defensive pieces, I could see them just keep slowly getting to that 10 and six, yeah. 11 and five mark. But I think this division's just going to beat up on each other. Yes. And I think the Rams will improve a little bit uh, as far as just staying into games. Mm-hmm. And I think their offense might take a little bit of a jump with just having Cooper cup, not injured right off the yeah. bat. But their offensive line is still a huge question mark, and I don't know about their defense fully. Yeah, and they're also not going to have a lot of draft picks to to keep to, loading to that team up. Them. Yeah, They're getting older and not infusing new youth into that team. Yeah, and then I have uh, Seattle going 9-7. and seven. Yep. That's a playoff team. Yes, it is. In, in my book. I'm and not sure yeah, in your stance. It is. It, they are the number seven seed. I think they're going to be so a one-and-done. I Agreed. think Russell Wilson alone gets them there but he's not enough to go on a playoff can i get on a soapbox real quick i would love for you to get on a soapbox brian schottenheimer the seahawks offensive coordinator is the worst (laughs) offensive coordinator (laughs) in the nfl yeah he's really bad he has pieces around him but they just don't I feel like they never play to their potential. Mm -hmm. They're really predictable. When you feel like they should go pass heavy, they go run heavy. When you feel like they need to go the opposite, you know what I'm trying to say. I I just feel like it is a bad... It's a bad matchup. It's a bad matchup. And Pete Carroll is such a good coach, but I feel like he just isn't there offensively all the time, and it really shows. I would love to see... We're going to get to the point where we're going to look back and say, I would have loved to have seen Russ in his prime with a offensive guru. Yeah. Which like he hasn't played Like with. a Kyle Shanahan or a, um, why am I drawing a blank on, Cliff King, King, Kingsbury. Or one of these other young offensive minds. Like, what could they do with Russell Wilson? Yeah. And to, we likely won't get to see it. I think it would really be, because Brian Schottenheimer is really old school in his approach because yes. of his connections and everything. But if you would just get a guy who could marry kind of old school football with some new school kind of things, Russell Wilson has the ceiling of Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and for sure. It, it's a shame that he just 
is kind of getting wasted in that regard. He's going to, yeah, I'm tempted to say it. You might not like me saying it, but I think we're going to get to the point with Russ that people are kind of have been at with Aaron and that they're going to look back and go, well, what if the Seahawks had a different coach? What if they had a more offensive-minded coach and Russ could yeah. have more than one ring? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Also, who's going to rush the passer? <laughs> they really they need to sign. To they rush really the need to sign Jadavian. But yeah. also Jamal Adams, I think he really helps that defense. I think he does too. Just because he's such a good, versatile piece. Mm-hmm. And then with the 49ers, I have them winning the division, going eleven and five, four and two in the division. Like I said, no one, everyone's losing two to four games in the division. Yeah. I just think there's no way that that happens. I don't think there's any way any one of these teams can sweep in. None the division. of those teams are better than the 49ers. No, the 49ers are a very complete football team, but early on they have injuries right now. Yep, they're a little banged up, and it might especially for wide receivers. I just think it's going to take them a little bit to get going, mm-hmm. but once they get going, I can see them having a lot of success. Yeah. So let's move on. You want to do the East? AFC East? AFC East first? Yeah. I'm really high on the Buffalo Bills this year. Are you? I am. I think they have a lot of good young talent around them, and then getting Stephon Diggs really solidifies them. But who's going to throw to him? Josh Allen. We <laughs> See, have this I'm com- not on Josh Allen. Sorry. Josh Allen is good enough. He's a gamer. He has the grit. He has just the ability to win football games. He's mm-hmm. not the most premier passer, most polished passer, but I think he can win football games. Dove and Singletary, good running back, kind of just get him going a little bit. And then their defense is top three in my book. I they think it would really be top two. Them and the Patriots probably have two best defenses. Yeah. And I realized that I had them basically at 10 or 9 and 2 at one point Ooh. when I was picking the games. I think they're going to come out of the gate really hot and heavy and win a lot of games. I have the New England Patriots at 10 and 6. Interesting. I have them both 5 and 1 in the division. I have them both losing to each other one time. Interesting. So, um Buffalo I just they are eleven and five. New England's ten and six. I have the Dolphins going five and eleven. Okay. I think they're going to be a little bit better. I could see them being in a lot more games this year, but uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to bring them to a point, and then later in the season, I think Tua is going to get his shot. Just because I think they want to see if they don't need to tank for Trevor Lawrence <laughs> as they tanked for Tua last year. Yeah. Uh, and then I have the Jets two and fourteen. I also I think, have the Jets at two and fourteen. Really, I have them as being the one of the dumpster fires of the league. Yeah, I really I have a worse dumpster fire, but uh, this is uh, a top dumpster fire I, in the league. It, it's one of those things where they're going to be two and fourteen, and I don't think they're going to be close in a lot of games. I think they, I think the Adam Gase experience ends this year. I think the lack of talent throughout the uh, roster is going to come back to bite them. I, I believe in Sam Darnold. I know Daniel doesn't. I believe in Sam Darnold, but there's nothing around him. There is nothing around him. I'll give you that. So I just I'm not confident in them winning games. Was that so? That's all of your uh, AFC East. Yeah, I read a lot of mine. Yeah. So, so obviously I have the Jets two and fourteen, as I just said. I have the Dolphins at six and ten. Same logic that you have. So not much difference there. I have the Bills at eight and eight. Why you do not like Josh Allen? I just much. I just don't see it. I just don't. I. I'm disappointed. 
Hey, I've been wrong before, so I just, I don't know. You've been wrong about a certain team in this division. <laughs> Are you, do you want to go there? <laughs> yeah. If you remember our first episode, a lot of this is just going back to our first episode. Somehow. And you talked about how you believe Jarrett Stidham was going to be the quarterback of the New England Patriots. But we're sitting here on September 3rd, and me saying that Cam Newton's going to come in and light it up. And guess who was named the starter of the New England Patriots today? One uh, Cam Newton. One Cam hey, Newton. I, again, I've been wrong before. Now, not going to be the last time. <laughs> not going to be the last time. I, I think you're really wrong in the Bills. Yeah, I I do have them uh, winning four games in the division, and I have the Patriots at nine and seven. Okay, do are the Bills a playoff team at eight and eight? No, the Bills aren't making the playoffs. No. First of all, let's imagine <laughs> a playoff game in Ralph Wilson New Era Field. That should be the awesome. Name. That's not the name anymore. It's New Era Field. No, they dropped the licensing. New Again? Era. Yeah, New Isn't Era. Isn't it just the stadium at Buffalo now or not? Yeah, they're just calling it the Bills Stadium. Yeah, it's New, always New gonna Era be, got out of it's that. It's always going to be Ralph Wilson to me. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. So, yes, I, w- I agree with you. I, I love the Bills Mafia. I love that ma- mantra, what they are. Even if you don't like Josh Allen's passing ability, he can run the football. Yes, he can. And they have a good, a good young defense. I just, that's just how it That's NFL. a recipe for at least 10 wins. That's just NFL. how it fell. I'm just telling you how it felt. You can love it or hate it. I hate it. Well, <laughs> it's really going to keep me up tonight. Yeah, well, clearly you're very bothered by it. You can't see Daniel, but he's giving me like really disgusted looks. He's really upset about it. I can't it. do it. <laughs> so we're going to move on to the NFC East. I have the Washington football team going 3-13. and 13. I love Ron Rivera, but I don't think he's going to be able to turn this thing boat around I one year. I love Ron Rivera, but I just don't think this is the year. No. I have them at 1-15. Oh, really? You have them worse than me. Jeez. Yeah, because I feel like you're – that's another tough division. Very. And I just – I think the Giants can win two games against them. I think the Eagles can win two games against them. I think the Cowboys, think the Cowboys can win two games yep. against them. So I just don't – I just don't have faith in that football team. Who's going to run the ball besides uh, McLaurin? Who's going to catch the ball? It's just – Nothing's yeah. going for them right now. And I think in a year or two, we're going to look back as Ron Rivera really changed the tide of this football team. And once they get all the Dan Snyder stuff figured out, it will be fine. But I just think I'm writing them off this completely. That is a long, for this slow season. rebuild that they yeah. have to go through. I also have the Giants at 3-13. and 13. Really? Yeah. I have them improving a little bit. Really? What, what's your record for them? I have them at 7-9. and nine. Wow, that's a big jump. Uh, yeah, but I, I think Saquon's going to come into his own this year, and I also think we're going to see a little bit of an improvement with Eli Manning 2.0, a.k.a. <laughs> Daniel Jones. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I think they're going to be feisty, and I think bringing in Joe Judge, they're just going to be a fundamentally sound football team. Yeah. And so you can win games on that, not making dumb mistakes. Uh, and I think... I don't know. I'm going to see a that's little just, bit of improvement. That's another team outside of Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, and Evan Ingram. Outside of those three, there's not really much else there. So I just, do they still have Golden Tate? Do they? I don't know. If they Who have knows? Golden Tate, that's enough. I get Golden hey, Tate. In your book, Golden Tate's enough. Then I have the Eagles at ten and six. Okay. And I have the Cowboys at twelve and four. 
All right. It lines the, up with my previous prediction that Cowboys are going to have a really good year. I have the Eagles going 8-8. Eight and eight. Ooh. You're a downer on the Eagles, though. You're not a believer in the Eagles. I just think we keep holding out for this Carson Wentz of his rookie season to come back, and I just don't think it is. He's been injured too many times, and I think it's now. I don't think it's his physical ability. I think it's his mental ability to be able to take a few hits in a game and really just sit down and lock in and really start to rip it. Yeah. But I have the Giants. I have the Eagles. And I have the Cowboys all going four and two in the division. That's really weird. <laughs> it is weird. <laughs> and I'm just saying, I picked all these games individually, so it's just where they fell. And then I have the Cowboys going eleven and five. Okay. Winning the division. Winning the division, yep. Mm. Anything else on the NFC East before we move on? Any other tidbits? I'd say we go to the South next. Okay. We're save the North for last. Correct. Uh, I'll start with the AFC South. Okay. I have the Colts at nine and seven. I'm going to bounce around here in my order. I All have right. the Colts at nine and seven. I have the Titans at nine and seven, and I have the Texans at nine and seven. I have a three-way tie for first place in the division at nine and seven. Wow. Yeah, and the Colts end up winning the division because of the tiebreakers. Hmm. Interesting how that played out. That is interesting. I also have the Jaguars going 0-16. 0-16? He's I don't, calling I, it out. I don't think they can win a game. And I know it's... And I've heard Gardner Minshew's a gamer. But who's he got around him? No one. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody. And I love Gardner Minshew. I love Minshew Mania. I love that. But, you know, saying, oh, he's our guy. We're going to give him the chance to earn it. Yeah. And then, and then not then do... Taking away everything. Right. T- putting nothing around him. That's I mean, I, in my mind, that's hypocritical. I think this is clearly a tanking job for Trevor Lawrence. Um, and freeing as much cap space as possible, getting as much draft capital as possible. Uh, I just don't see them winning a game. And it's it's so hard to not win a game. <laughs> That's I what know. people talked about the Browns a few years ago. It's so hard to not win a game. Because right. you catch a team on a bad Sunday. You catch them on a weird, schedule, a tra- weird a road game. trip. Trap games. But to not be able to win a single game is incredibly difficult to do. I just I don't look at the Jaguar schedule and think I think they can beat that team. <laughs> wow. So zero oh and sixteen. I have them at two and fourteen. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure who I have them winning against, but it's probably a bloodbath kind of a game. Yeah. I have the Texans going nine and seven. Mm. I have the Colts going nine and seven, and then I have the Titans going twelve and four. You are drinking the Titans Kool-Aid. Oh, my a gosh. 12 and bit. 4? Yeah. If they can get back to running the football, and it, I don't think they're going to get back to the play-action game like they were last year. That was historically a great play-action mm-hmm. game. But if they can get to it a little bit and then just Derrick Henry running the ball, barring any injury, I think they can put up 12 games. And they're in another division where – you can beat any one of your division opponents on a given week. Yeah. I have them going 5-1 and one in the division, which I think is going to help them out. And then also, Tennessee can be a tough place to play. They can knock off good teams, and a lot of the good teams that they play throughout the season are in Tennessee. The Saints is one of and them so that comes to mind. 
I have them winning those types of games. And I think Mike Vrabel just coaches a team that's mentally tough. I and love they can Mike take, Vrabel. They can take anything. And so I think they're going to take a, a next step this year, and I'm not sure what they'll do next year. Like, I could see them taking a steep drop-off, but I could see them being a a team that's kind of – we won't realize that they're 12-4 and four until – Week till wild card weekend, and we're like, holy cow, like, wow. they were 12 the and 4. The kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah, I could see that. But I just, I think they had so much uh, talent turnover yeah. throughout the whole roster that it's just going to be hard to recreate what they had. And the Ryan Tannehill contract, I like Ryan Tannehill, but paying him what they paid him, giving him the extension they did I've always for half a season, I've was always worth been- the work. I've always been a Ryan Tannehill fan. He has had the worst luck. The dude <laughs> tore his ACL like it seemed like four straight years and just never got that full season. But when he was healthy in Miami, he was a decent starter. He was good. And, and I think him just playing kind of a full season last year really showed his ability. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see uh, with the South, or for the AFC South, I should say. Anything else on that before we move on to the NFC South? Any other nuggets? No, I have a lot of teams in the AFC going nine and seven, ten and six. So I think the Colts or the Texans to me are both playoff teams. I'm just saying this is where it fell. Like I'm not dying on the hill that there's no way the Colts or the Texans are making the playoffs because I really do think that a couple of these games that I just picked wrong could turn their way and they're playoff teams and I'm I wouldn't. That I'm not really strong on those two aren't playoff teams. Like, I think both of them have the capability. I think the Colts have a great young roster. Adding Jonathan Taylor, adding adding Michael Pittman will help their offense. Yeah. And then with the Texans, I'm a huge Deshaun Watson fan, but I think taking out DeAndre Hopkins from that equation is going to get a little dicey. Yeah, I'm a big believer in the Colts, but I think they need one or two more years. I think they need to get the next their next guy and yeah. close. They they need to get their young quarterback uh, and post the Philip Air uh, Philip Rivers bridge. <laughs> Yeah, and I think Philip Rivers is going to be a great quarterback for them as far as a bridge guy where he's not going to – if he can stay away from turning over the ball at a high rate, I think he'll be just fine and Frank Wright will be able to use him however he wants to. Yep. So let's move on to the NFC South. You want you want to take this one or you want me to start? I can start. Sure. I'm going to do what you did. I'm going to start from bottom and go up to the top. So right. I have the Panthers going 6-10. and 10. Ooh. I think they could struggle out of the gate just because their roster is so depleted. Mm. But I think Matt Rule and Teddy Bridgewater midseason are going to try to stack up some wins. But they just play in a division, once again, that can kind of beat up on each other. Uh, I have the Falcons as well at 6-10. and 10. I kind of have them starting out hot and then just kind of trailing off. Mm. Um but Wait, say the, what was their record again? Six and ten. Same. Both of them are going to be six and ten, in my opinion. I think the Falcons. There's a little wiggle room with them. I think they could get to nine and seven if they kind of beat up on the top two teams in the division a little bit. But I don't know if they'll be able to. And then I have the Saints at ten and six. Same. Uh, that gives them a playoff spot. And then I have the Buccaneers at eleven and five. Same. Yeah. I just think uh, now that we're recording this, Leonard Fournette is a part of them. I was telling you this uh, before the podcast how I think Leonard Fournette is a good change of pace back, 
And if they can get early leads on teams and then just kind of run Fournette into brick walls, mm-hmm. that's going to be a decent way to rock, win. Drain the clock. And then, I mean, I'm just high on Bruce Arians being with Tom Brady. I think that's going to be a perfect match. The only difference I have is the Panthers at 8-8. Eight and eight. I actually have them getting a lot of wins late and then losing to the Saints week 17. Yeah, I think there is a lot of wiggle room with those two bottom two teams to get to 8-8, eight and 9-7. Eight, and seven. Yeah. But I just think they... Well, I think they're going to be the opposite. I think the Falcons are going to come out of the gate a little strong, mm. and the Panthers are going to be just a, take a little bit to get going, and then both of them will probably taper off. <laughs> Interesting. We're going to move on to the North now. Do you want to start with the AFC North, or you want me to? I can. Sure. Uh, top, I have the Baltimore Ravens. I have them going 12-4. and four. I think they're just so different that I think they cause matchup problems for a lot of people. I could also see them going 10 and 6 this year. I think it just depends on what they can do against the Steelers. I have the Steelers going 10 and 6 but having the better divisional record. Cuz I think the uh Browns will get beat twice by them and I think the Bengals will get beat twice by them. I have the Browns going 6 and 10. I think Kevin Stefanski is going to be a good coach in the long run. I just don't think it'll be this year. And then I have the Bengals going 5 and 11. I think they're going to see a little bit of an improvement with Joe Burrow, but I don't think it's going to be anything crazy. Yeah. Uh I have the Bengals at 3 and 13. Okay. So you're not seeing any improvement with them this no, year? No, and even their free agents that they signed have gotten hurt. Yeah. So even the guys they've tried to bring in that building to help are not going to be able to They're just a very old team. They are an old team. But I think that is what can get them to five wins. I don't think Zach Taylor is a coach team. either. I don't think he's the guy. I think yeah. it, 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 I go back team with no I talent. I go back and forth with Zach Taylor because now I'm starting to hear really good things out of Bengals camp with the players really liking him and different things. So... Even if he's not the greatest leader, if you're a player's coach, guys will learn to play for you. Yeah. And then I have the Browns going 10-6. and 10-6? and six. Yes. Honk that horn louder for me. 10-6. Uh, and six. I have the Ravens at 11-5. and five. Okay. And I have the Steelers at 13-3 and three with the best record in the AFC. Wow. Uh, I think the Steelers defense, if, if the Steelers defense plays as well as they did last year. Yeah, they were very good last with year. With Big Ben... Being healthy, adding some different pieces in um, Chase Claypool, and you know, getting some guys back and healthy, they just have to be average. They don't have to be great. Yeah, they don't have to be phenomenal. They just have to be average. And I think they're going to be above average. They're going to win a lot of football games. It's going to be tough to score on them, and they're going to score a lot of points. And I have them going four and two in the division. I have the Steelers with the number one seed uh, in the conference. There's actually three playoff teams in this division. Wow. According from how you know my playoff prediction played out, so yeah, that's the uh, the AFC North. Now we're gonna get to the uh, the real division, the best division of the black and blue division, the black and blue division, the old NFC Central, the old NFC Central. You ain't wrong about that one. I'm glad the Buccaneers start still aren't in our division <laughs> this year. Yeah, this year especially. <laughs> yeah, you, I'll, go, I'll, you I'll start. start at the bottom. I have the Lions going five and eleven. Same. I have the Bears going six and ten. That's, yeah, that's worse than what I have them. Go ahead. What do you have, Matt? I have them at eight and eight. I told I've I've laid it out in a previous episode. I think they're gonna be the Bears gonna, gonna be they're gonna be the Bears. They're <laughs> gonna be bad at the beginning of the season, really good at the end of the season. Yeah, they're gonna that's, put figure that's it out the, the Bears. End, go eight and eight. I have the Vikings at ten and six, and then I have the Packers at eleven and five. 
I have the uh, Vikings three and three in the division, and I have the Packers five and one. Ooh. I don't think the Packers can repeat going six and zero oh as much no. as I'd like to pick. That's, it was that's very just hard, hard so not hard to, to do. Bias. I think they will lose to the Lions in Ford Field. Hmm. Um, it's a weird middle of the season matchup that I just I, I just don't feel good about it yeah. at this point. Maybe I'll feel better about it once we see the team on the field. But, yeah, uh, um, just a quick note, all my division winners in the NFC are 11-5, and five, so a lot of it is determined when I reveal who's my number one seed is based on how they played against each other. Really interesting. Huh. Uh, so, yeah, 5-11 and 11 for the Lions. 8-8. Uh, eight and eight. I don't have the Lions winning a division game, which is interesting. I have the Bears at 8-8. Eight eight. I don't know. I feel like they're going to beat the – well, I – I guess they'll beat the Packers once, but I could also see them beating the Lions and Vi- or the Vikings and Bears once. Yeah, that's 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 entirely possible. Uh, Bears, I think they're gonna start hot and then lose a bunch of games and then put enough together at the end that it's gonna save Mitchell Trubisky's job as the uh, starting uh, starting quarterback and Ryan Pace's job and Matt Nagy's, and they're gonna say, "Oh, we need we need one more offseason to load this team, and we're gonna be ready to <laughs> compete with the Packers." And it's not gonna happen because hashtag the Bears still suck. I have the Vikings at nine and seven. Huh. And then I have the Packers at 12 and 4. The Packers are 12 and 4? 12 and 4 and I actually have them losing two games in the division. Hmm. I have them losing to the Vikings week 1. I just don't feel right about that game. I don't feel right about that game next week. I feel pretty good about it. And normally it's the opposite. Normally you're the negative Nancy when it comes to games and I'm I know, the one but optimistic. I have a, you have to admit I have a very good feeling for Packer games. You do. But you're normally you lean more towards pessimistic than optimistic. I know, but I'll tell you. You will err win. towards pessimistic. I can than tell optimistic. you if they're going to win at halftime every game. <laughs> yes, you can. Uh, but I have them losing the Vikings week one and then the Bears week seventeen because it's a garbage game that doesn't matter. Because hmm. the Packers will have. Well, I don't know if I want to say it. Should I say? You can say it now. The Packers I mean. have the number one seed. Hmm. They get the lone buy in the NFC. Yeah. So let's before we move on to the playoffs, really quick, I'll let you uh, rattle off top to bottom who your um, how your seeding plays out one through seven. Okay, my number one seed for the AFC is the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, they would be the second seed if they didn't. I think they have a head-to-head matchup against the Chiefs. But I think they the Chiefs will lose to them. I, ha- so then, I also have the Chiefs losing to the Ravens. Yeah, I just think just because it's in Baltimore, if it was in Kansas City, I'd feel good about Kansas City. It's just one of those toss-up games. It's a Monday night game. Look for that to be the best game of the season. Yeah, kind of like Rams Chiefs was in 2018 when it was just an amazing game that we'll remember for a long time. I think that is a perfect candidate for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the number one seed in the NFC being the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And like I said, I have all the division winners in the NFC going 11 and 5. This is just how it happened. Yeah. And uh, I guess one of the big reasons is, is one of my Packers losses is them losing to the Buccaneers. Mm. They're cu- they are coming off of a bye that week, and I think that doesn't bode well for them. And I actually have them losing two straight games off the bye. I have them losing to the Texans off the bye as well. Interesting. So that's just those are two games that I don't feel great about, and I just think them coming off a bye because I think they're going to start off really, really hot, and then the bye is almost going to hurt them. Interesting. Huh. Um. 
Also, like, there's storylines when you hire a new coach. Mike McCarthy was so good after bye weeks, but last week we saw the Packers get wiped after a bye week, and I think that could be the same with Matt LaFleur. Yeah. Um, number two in the AFC, I have the Kansas City Chiefs. Like I said, there's not much to say about yeah, the Chiefs. I also have them and at, then at the, two uh, the number two is the Packers. The number three for me is in the AFC is the Tennessee Titans, and the number three in the NFC is the Dallas Cowboys. The number four seed in the AFC is the, going to be the division champs. Buffalo Bills at eleven and five, <laughs> uh-huh. and, and then the four seed for the NFC will be the San Francisco 49ers. I just think they play a lot of their tough games again on the road. Yeah. So um, I just I think they're gonna kind of fall back. I think these top four elite teams, I think, are just gonna kind of beat up on each other, and they kind of all play against each other. Besides the Packers, don't play the Cowboys. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. And uh, the five seed, I keep forgetting what how many numbers there are now yeah. just because of the extra playoff seed, is I have the Patriots at 10 and 6 being the five seed. And then for the six seed, I have the 10 and 6 Oakland Raiders. You could replace that with Las the Vegas ten, Raiders. With Las Vegas Raiders. You could replace that with the uh, Broncos hmm. at 10 and 6. Uh, I guess I'm sorry. Did I call the Washington football team something else? That you weren't supposed to call yeah. them? Yeah. I don't think you – I didn't catch it. Okay. Well, I apologize if I said that. I don't want us to get canceled or anything, and plus that is a disgusting name. And then the Steelers are the seventh seed at 10-6. and six. Interesting. So I'll I'll go uh, conference by conference here. My Hold on. Do I need to say my NFC? Five and six? I thought you... Oh, did you not? I'm sorry. I don't think I did. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I totally blanked out. I was ready to pass it to you. Uh, read, the, have, read them conference by conference. So go NFC one to seven, and then AFC one to seven. Just go one to seven. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for the NFC, I have uh, Buccaneers, Packers, Cowboys, 49ers, Vikings at 10 and six, Saints at ten and six at six, and then uh, seven. I have the nine and seven Seahawks. Yep. And then um, yeah, so you rattled off all your AFC too. I'll I'll do that same thing top to bottom. For the AFC, I have the uh, thirteen and three Steelers as the number one seed. I have the Chiefs at number two, the Colts at number three, and the uh, Patriots at number four. And then I have for my wild cards the Ravens, Browns, and Broncos. And for the NFC, I have the Packers at number one, the Cowboys at number two, the Bucks at number three, the 49ers at number four, Eagles five, Saints six, uh, Seahawks seven. So that is our breakdown of the regular season. Now we're going to get to the fun part of the playoffs. All right. So you, you have to you have to say who's going to broadcast the game too. Oh gosh, uh, what I, I'm trying to think which game on Wild Card Weekend is going to be the ESPN game of that you know you, you don't have the Bills playing. So I I'm don't not have the sure. Bills because the ESPN game, the first playoff game, Wild Card Weekend is always the worst matchup. I've fallen asleep on it in it three straight years. You can attest. Yes, you've you been have. there for two of them. Mm-hmm. It is the most boring game ever. It is always the but worst matchup. Last year, it was great. 
Because we it had ended the, up being the, great, uh, but I was asleep for the whole third quarter. <laughs> so, but I saw the fourth quarter magic. So I wonder of mine who would be the worst. That's a really tough call. I don't know. You basically just have to think in your mind what's the worst game, and then it goes to ESPN, <sighs> and it's going to be Steve so Levy. He, so here's Brian my ma- Greasy. <laughs> yeah, right. So here's my matchups for Wild Card Weekend: uh, Patriots, Ravens, okay, Colts, Browns. That is a perfect candidate. Broncos, Chiefs, 49ers, Eagles. I think that could potentially be a sneaky one, maybe. Broncos. Does it have to be an AFC team? No. Does it? For ESPN, I think it might. No. Because they've been in Houston the past, like, but nine But it's always because Houston has the worst matchups <laughs> on wildcard weekends. I don't know if it's in their contract, though, that they have to that's, call I AFC See, I didn't game. know that, so that's interesting. I, I guess I'll go ahead and pick the Browns and Colts, even though I think that would be you know Browns fans are gonna be excited for that one. They'll they'll be they'll be jaded about being put as the first first uh, playoff game because everybody knows I that think one's the worst be one. Excited, yes. I, just in general, they'll be excited. Yeah. All right, I have the Bills and Patriots on ESPN. Hmm. I have Bills hosting the Patriots. Ooh, no, 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 no. I have Titans Raiders. That that screams the ESPN <laughs> game. <laughs> uh, and then I have Patriots, Bills, or Bills Patriots. I think that game is prime. Tony Romo, Jim Nance, hmm. and then I have the Chiefs Steelers. That would be a phenomenal game for Wild Card Weekend. I think it's going to be great. Um, do I need to pick the winners of all these? Uh, yes, you need to go through Just and pick all your winners for the sake of the exercise. For the sake of the exercise, you got to pick. All I'm your not winners. sold on any of these, but this is what I'm going with. I think the Bills beat the Patriots just because it's in Buffalo. Interesting. I have the Titans beating the Raiders or Broncos, and then I have the Chiefs beating the Steelers. Hmm. What about the NFC? NFC, this is the uh, game that I believe Allen, Allen, Chris Collinsworth will be calling, <laughs> is the Vikings in the 49ers in San Francisco that has Al Michaels written all over hmm. it, warm weather. You're passionate about these broadcasting I am, because it adds to the experience of the game. (laughs) You're not wrong. This is going to be the Saturday night game. (laughs) It's got it written all over it. (laughs) And I think the uh, 49ers win it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cowboys Saints, we all know who's calling that game. It's a Cowboys playoff game. It's Joe Joe Buck and Troy (laughs) Um, I have the Packers and Seahawks, and I'm not sure how they're going to do it, but if Kevin Burkhart gets a... Playoff game, this is Kevin Burkhart all over this. <laughs> Packers, Seahawks. I have Packers winning it. I have the Cowboys beating the Saints. Cool. My wild card weekend picks, I have the Patriots beating the Ravens. I think okay. Lamar Jackson still does not get a playoff win. I have the... Hmm. See, I, this one I keep going back and forth on. I can't decide if I want the Browns to win or the Colts. And this is in Indianapolis. This is in Indianapolis. I think I'm going to pick the Colts just because it's the home team. I feel right about that one. I think I'm going to pick the Colts to win that one. Uh, The Chiefs beat the Broncos. Okay. I have the 49ers beating the Eagles, the Bucks beating the Saints, and the Cowboys beating the Seahawks. So if you keep it scored home, none of the road teams win. In either of ours. Yep. Wild card weekend. So we're going to move on to divisional round. I'll start this time. All right. I have the Colts going to Kansas City, and I have the who's, Patri- call, who's calling the game. <sighs> that seems like a um, Tony Romo game, that Chiefs Colts game. Okay. 
So I th- and I'm gonna pick the Chiefs to win it, and then the Patriots, uh, going to Pittsburgh to play the Steelers. I think the Steelers are are gonna run away with that one. Hmm. I think coming off a bye, and they they're they're the talent scale go far ways towards the Steelers way more than the Patriots. Yeah. I have the Packers getting revenge for last year's NFC Championship game in Green Bay. Hmm. Packers beat the 49ers. And then I have the Buccaneers beating the Cowboys. All right. Uh, AFC, I have the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Tennessee Titans Mm. with Greg Gumbel on the call. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure if Greg Gumbel would call that, but... Uh, the only reason why I don't think that Tony Romo and Jim Nance will call that is because this just feels more right. Baltimore hosting the Bills. That feels more <laughs> like that feels more like a Romo and Nance game. And I have the Chiefs beating the Titans, and then I have the Ravens beating the Buffalo Bills, and I think we're getting the AFC Championship game that we've wanted. Um, I have the uh, Saturday night game. That will be, of course, Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth. This is like gonna be so good. I'm excited <laughs> for this. If this all happens, you're not it's excited be... because of the matchup. You're excited because who's calling it? Uh, well, I mean, we get Al Michaels calling a Tom Brady playoff game. That's gonna be phenomenal. <laughs> and uh, they're hosting the 49ers, but I think the 49ers win. Ooh. I think Kyle Shanahan's just gonna be too much to handle. And then I have the Packers hosting the Cowboys. In Green Bay, Mike McCarthy comes back, Ooh. and you know who's going to call who's going to call that game? Joe and Troy. Joe and Troy. It's going to be so good. <laughs> oh, getting, it's going to be so good. So excited! I'm going to sit it. down at 3:25 <laughs> in the third week in January, and it's going to be good. <laughs> if I'm not at the game, you are so giddy about this. Oh, it's going to be good. <laughs> And then oh, uh, the week of the championship games. Yeah, yeah. I I have a lot to say on this NFC championship game, and this is probably a little biased, but I think the Packers could really do it. Yep. I really think they could go to the NFC. I think they could, go to, the the I think they could go to the. Wait, are they hosting for you? Yeah, they're hosting, oh. and I w- I want to get into that, but let's talk AFC first. Okay. You want me to go, or you want to hear? There was a pause. Okay, there. you want me to go, or B- Baltimore hosting Kansas City. That would be a phenomenal match. That's a toss-up game. It's really hard to repeat. Yes, it is. I could see Baltimore going to the Super Bowl or being a complete bust this season. Hmm. But as I was picking the games, and as I was picking this game, I have them going to the Super Bowl. Interesting. I don't think they're very deep though, so they're a few injuries away from being nine and seven. Yes, yes, in they my are. opinion, very true. So I have the Baltimore Ravens beating the Kansas City Chiefs at home. Go to the Super Bowl, interesting. And that will be the the late game. <laughs> That'll be the late game. Yeah, because last year the NFC was the late game. Ah, uh, so. So you're so observant about these broadcasting times and who's calling it. It means a lot. It means a lot. <laughs> And I think the late game is in always in favor of the home team. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're passionate Remember about that. It. The late game is always in favor of the home team. I remember that. Uh, and who's your NFC Championship game? I'm not saying. 
for a minute. You want me to go? Yeah, is that you what got, you got to go AFC. Okay, I'm my AFC Championship game is the Chiefs going on the road to Pittsburgh. And notice that these is this is Patrick Mahomes' first taste of a road playoff right. game, and I think that has an effect in this game. Yep, and that's why I'm picking the Steelers to win it. Hmm. I think that defense is defense wins championships. That that is a a statement that's most of the time that's always true. Uh, I think the Steelers' defense is going to get them to a Super Bowl. All right. Now, you want to go with the NFC Championship game now, or do you want me to pick mine first? You go first. Fine. I have the Buccaneers coming to Green Bay. Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers in an NFC Championship game. Just imagining that gives me chills. See, that's why I took that pause there, because I wanted you to think about it. And I think the Packers get it done. All right. And so we have a rematch. I have a rematch of Super Bowl, Super Bowl 45. 45. Steelers-Packers. Who are you picking to win the NFC Championship? All right, so my NFC Championship game is the Green Bay Packers hosting the San Francisco 49ers. Ooh. This is a, this is a little biased. I'm not going to lie. I just want this to happen as far as the Packers getting to a second straight NFC Championship game. But I think they really do have the talent. And... I mean, we've talked. We talk about the Packers to an end at this podcast. So you know what I like about them. You know what I don't like about them. But here's the catch: the Packers are in a rivalry with the San Francisco 49ers mm-hmm. at this point. It's the same thing that we had with the Seattle Seahawks a few years ago. What was the main staple of that rivalry? The home team always wins. Who had the first few matchups at home during that rivalry? The Seattle Seahawks. What happened the first time that a team like that came to Green Bay? They got whooped. They got whooped. And I think that Kyle Shanahan coming to Green Bay in the dead of winter is when Matt LaFleur finally gets his first win against the old team and brother. Wow. It's going to be a magical What great time. storytelling, my friend. I'm just saying, doesn't that all make sense? Yeah. Because yeah. I don't. I think there's no way in heck that the Packers are going into San Francisco and winning. Nope. But if they can host that game in Lambeau. Taking the Packers. I'm taking the Packers. And that's a little biased. But I don't care. It's our podcast. We can we do can whatever say what we want. we want. So your Super Bowl matchup is Ravens-Packers minus Steelers-Packers. All right. If the Packers are getting to the Super Bowl, they're going to win the whole dang thing. But also, the Ravens would be a stupid matchup for So them. would the Steelers. I think the Packers would be a great matchup against the uh, Chiefs, in my opinion. Yeah. Just because the Chiefs always are kind of wanting to stretch the field. Mm-hmm. And I think the Packers' bend-don't-break mentality would really hold up well. And then Aaron Rodgers owns Steve Spagnuolo. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Oh man! But the Ravens would be very difficult. So, test. who are you picking to win that game? I mean, the Packers. If they're getting to the thing, Aaron Rodgers is done. He's done hearing all this crap. The Packers are underdogs. Sure. Time for number fourteen. I'll do the same thing. I'll pick the Packers to win it because I'll be a homer. What's your storyline in yours? <clears throat> I, I I don't know if I can I can top your storyline. Your storytelling is just on another level. 
I think we get a rematch from 10 years ago. I think uh, Aaron gets a second can ring. Can we sign Nick Collins to a one-game contract? Can we, only if we can sign Clay Matthews. <laughs> Just bring back the whole 2010 <laughs> team against their 2010 team. Yeah, because it would basically just be Ross. They would have and Rogers to get, would be the same. They would have to get Antonio Brown back. Is the problem, and that might be. <laughs> and I don't think he's stepping foot near Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> no, so I think I think that's a bigger catalyst for problems than anything the Packers would have going on. Yeah. So, yep, have the Packers winning the Super Bowl? Would you look at that? Yeah. Well, that was a fun little exercise. That that was a long time too. Yeah. We we spent a lot of time on that. That was fun. Uh, Daniel, is there anything else we need to cover before we get out of here? Oh, how could I forget? We got to tell you about our friends at uh, Thrive Fantasy, Daniel. Yeah? Yeah. Come hashtag prop up on Thrive Fantasy this season. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. They have eliminated the need to do countless hours of research because they only ask you about the top-tier athletes in a respective sport. You choose 10 out of the 20 player prop options to build your lineup. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over or under based on its likelihood to occur. The more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is. Rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Uh, Thrive Fantasy has awarded over $1.4 million in prizes since launching in 2018 and has $50,000 guaranteed in prizes for uh, the first week of the season, Daniel. That's wild. That is wild indeed. Uh, you can use promo code TITLETOWN when you sign up today and you'll receive an instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. So... Daniel, if you're keeping score at home, even though you're right next to me, if you deposit $20, they're going to give you $20. That's $40. That's $40 for these player props. And you don't have to do a whole bunch of research either. They can, they do a lot of it for you. You can do the research too. You can do you should probably should do the research too. But uh, today, uh, download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store uh, or visit their website at www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up. And hashtag prop up today. Woo! <laughs> good uh, that is it. Well, thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. Uh, where can people find you on the internet? People can find me at Daniel Marhanka on Instagram and Twitter. That's M A R H A N K A. And you forgot the spelling there almost. I know. I almost forgot it. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Austin Agan. You can follow the podcast at Title Town Podcast on Twitter, Instagram. We have a Facebook page. Um, everywhere you can think of, we're pretty much there. Uh, be sure to follow the podcast on whatever pla- podcast platform you use. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave uh, a star review and an actual review. It really helps. It would be greatly appreciated. We really appreciate it. Uh, Until next time, see ya. Adios.